Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College Sports. We are now joined, as Jake always says, by a very special guest, maybe the most special guest we've ever had on the show. I'd say so. Okay. Uh, Patrick Cartier of the Hillsdale Men's uh, College Basketball Team. Patrick is a redshirt freshman hailing from Wisconsin. Pat, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Um, well, when we're recording the show, it's during uh, the Packers game. So yep. Jake and Pat both are very uh, interested in what the results are going to be of this game. So we'll try to keep our focus. But Pat, you redshirted a year ago. You obviously had to sit through an entire season with knowing you weren't going to be able to play. Take us through what last year was like for you, how much your game developed from high school being a state runner-up uh, to now being inserted into a starting position for the men's team. Well, yeah, last year was uh, honestly pretty tough, just kind of from being the man in high school, senior year and everything, just uh, you know sitting on the bench and like having just a completely different role. Definitely humbles you a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, this year I'm really excited. Obviously, we graduated a bunch of guys, so got a lot of guys got to step up this year and looking forward to building chemistry and with the new team and everything yeah so fun fact about pat i was listening to uh another show on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm mostly sports pat was guest starring on that show and he said that he had hit a game winner in high school so i went and looked this up and pat's hit a little floater over the rim um at the buzzer to win in, in state semis, correct? Yes. Yep. and that place was going bazonkers take me through that moment for you is that probably the Number one for you, best basketball moment of your life? I would, yes, for sure. That was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, and we were like underdogs too, and we were playing a team that had like, he's like, right now he's a senior and he's like the third ranked senior in the nation or something like that. So it was like a huge upset for us. And they were from the Madison area, so they had all their fans were there. And like, yeah, it was packed. It was a lot of fun. It was pretty crazy. Did you at all get like dogpiled and hurt during that process? No, I did not. Okay. I was kind of running around and yeah. Do you remember most of it, or is it kind of like a blur? Uh, I, I remember the shot, but afterwards it's a little bit of a blur. Yeah. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. So yep. so what now for you? Obviously, um, coming into this season, you know, like you said, redshirting was a little tough for you, but first game against Toledo, mm -hmm. um, dropped 16 points to help lead the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, what, what for you, what is going to be your role for the Chargers this season? I think um, I have obviously have a lot of trust in the coaches, so just kind of whatever they ask me to do, I'll do. And uh, rebounding, scoring, whatever they need, being that presence inside. Obviously, we lost you know Gordy and uh, Zar last year, two of our seniors, big guys. So definitely rebounding is I think one of the main things they want me to focus on, and uh, scoring the ball when I get it inside deep, maybe shoot shoot a few threes. See how that shoot is. a little bit. A little bit. Um, we're talking to Pat Cartier here on Radio Free Hills, the 101.7 FM on Charger Rundown. Pat, you talked about Czar, you talked about Gordon Bear, guys that graduated, and um, you know, obviously, like you said, you Yars um, are really going to step up in the rebounding category. What were you able to take from watching those two rebound a year ago to maybe helping you prepare for this season? Yeah, I know. Um, Zara was Zara and Gordy were obviously really good guys to look up to, just because they had been veterans for a couple of years. And uh, Zara kind of taught me, you know, it's really simple, kind of just go over the top of people, do simple moves. Because in high school, I, a lot of times was a little too, too complicated. At the next level, people are a lot, obviously a lot bigger and stronger, so sometimes you just got to go over the top. And in terms of rebounding, I don't know, just boxing out, going, going, getting it. Yeah. Uh, two minute warning in the Packers game. Oh boy. Ready for this? Yeah. Still 14 14. 
Chiefs ball. They're driving there in the Packers red zone. Oh boy. So it doesn't look great. It doesn't look like the Packers <laughs> are going to be able to contain the, the crazy Matt Moore. Um, <laughs> let's get back to basketball, though. Last year, um, red shirt. What did you learn from Coach Tharp um, in that year of sitting out? Well, I think just learning, um, you know, patience, obviously having to sit out and learning just like the logistics, like the offense and like stuff like that. But, you know, Coach Tharp is such a great guy and he really cares about his players. And I just know that everyone will eventually get their chance and just have to take advantage of my opportunity when it comes. What did he say to you in the recruiting process that really sold you on this place? Well, <clears throat> like every coach in the recruiting process says like, oh, we're family and everything. I think on my visit. Um, just being with the guys and everything, you can really tell like it's really a family. And Coach Tharp and Pritzel and Schwani are obviously really close guys, and I could just tell that you know this is a really family atmosphere and it was the place I wanted to be. So family is super important to you, yeah, you'd say for sure, for sure. Yeah. What's uh, so do you have like a big family or, or what's going on there? Uh, I am, I am, I have a family of six. Okay, so two brothers and one sister. I'm parents. Uh, younger sister. Older sister, okay. and I have a twin brother actually. Really? Yes. Is he also six foot eight and just towers over everyone? Oh, uh, he's six three, and he was more of a football guy, and he's at oh, Madison right now. So yeah. is it? Is he? Does he play for? No, he doesn't. Okay, no, he that doesn't. would be. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, geez, yeah. <laughs> let's get him in here too. Um, all right, Martin, back to you. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. What's for you? What was it like having a twin around you all the time? I, I know, I like, I like asking people this because it's just so yeah. different because you mm -hmm. guys actually do the exact same things because your parents aren't going to like split you guys up what was it like just basically having a best friend always at your side it was really weird obviously things got pretty competitive at times um just because we did all the same things and everything so but you know it was awesome having someone that's just been to all the same experiences experiences as you especially like on the basketball team you didn't play as much but you just brought that leadership so like Having someone that just has been through everything you've been through and just like a best friend, like you said, is pretty cool, I would say. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, let's get back to, you know, NASPACs on the court for you guys this season. Um, first, I want to talk about Davis Larson. Obviously had some huge games, a first-team all-conference player a season ago. Um, what do you like about Dave's game, and, and how big of a season do you think he's going to have for you guys this year? Well, Dave was obviously a huge piece for us last year as a sophomore. He's a pretty young guy. So I think – an underrated part of Dave's game, as we kind of saw in the Toledo game, I think he had, what, six assists or something like that, um, was his passing. And his ability to just be unselfish, you know, obviously he can, he can uh, get his uh, pretty pretty uh, whenever he wants, kind of. But um, I think his passing is a little underrated. And, yeah, he's a great player. He can step outside and shoot and everything. Yeah. What about what about Dylan Lowry? I always call him the wizard because he has so many crazy moves yeah. with the basketball. Oh and and, and you, know, you look at the guy and you're like – no way He's is he going to basketball. basketball player. But, but, man, does that kid bring it every oh single gosh, night? Yeah. What do you like about Dylan's game? He's obviously he's a, a great leader during practice and everything, holding guys accountable. And you should see this guy during open gym. Some of the floaters and the shots he hit are pretty are, uh, pretty crazy and definitely makes your jaw drop. But, uh, you know, Dylan's uh, – I think he's going to be a great leader for us this year. And, obviously, he can make a lot of those difficult shots and a great shoot outside. So, yeah, it'll be a good senior season for Dylan, I think. Talking to Patrick Cartier here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM here on Charger Rundown, talking about the men's basketball season coming up. Uh, and, Pat, you guys were able to have your first exhibition game against Toledo. Very difficult first half for you guys. Second yep. half, you guys kind of got things rolling. What was the difference between half one and half two? I think we just 
first half, obviously they jumped on us right away. I just didn't think we felt comfortable for whatever reason. I think, I don't know, second half, then we jumped on them. We were feeling a lot more comfortable. I think we won the second half too, which was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, obviously it's a D1 program, so they're a little uh, stronger and faster than we're used to like playing against each other in practice, I would say. But I think just, yeah, we just felt more comfortable with each other, kind of getting up and down a little more, and obviously it's different results second half, but too little too late. You guys – this is the crazy thing. You guys had what, like four days to practice? Yeah. To before that, what right. was that like? I mean, were you guys just like cramming like like sets in to yeah. try to figure out how to <laughs> you know if this is gonna work or not, or how how'd that go for you guys? Well, we did have like some preseason practices, but obviously that's just kind of trying to get, especially like the freshmen and stuff, used to like what it's like for college basketball and stuff like that. So that was a little weird because I think that was the earliest we've ever had a game or like an exhibition the fir- at the end of the first week. So that was weird, especially. Because they had been practicing for like two weeks earlier than us, but we did the best we could, I think, and uh, we'll bounce back for sure. And you guys got, you guys are, I think, scrimmaging Jackson College this week. Uh, sounds right. I honestly do not know the school. Yeah, I mean, yeah, ju- so, some JUCOs coming in on Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that'll be a nice tune-up for you guys. Right. You look at the GMAC schedule. I mean, yeah, we'll just talk well, Walsh. Yeah. I mean, what they got another transfer coming in. They also had the the GMAC freshman of the year. Yeah, um, they're young and they're really good. Yeah, what's it gonna take to beat those guys? Um, they have well, their freshman of the year. I think he's less JT Shoemate. Yep, he's a stud, and they have another really good big guy. And I don't even think they graduated any like main parts, so that's gonna be really tough. Then you look at Finley, who's always really good, and tough place else? to win too. Yeah, Cedarville is young and good, so yeah, it's a really packed conference this year. So that's gonna be pretty exciting for yeah, you guys. For I mean, sure, it's fun. It's fun to see the conference just get really competitive, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for you, I know you didn't get to do a lot of this stuff last year, but, right. you know, Jake and I always usually ask this. Like, do you kind of have any pregame routines that you kind of get in the mood to? Like, kind of music, food, like what's kind of your go-to before games? I normally I listen to country pregame, which is pretty uncommon. <laughs> how does that get you pumped up? Like, how is that possible to get you in the – that's a great question. Mood. I don't know. I just crunchy's my favorite kind of music, and it just gets me psyched up. I don't know. All right, so pull out your phone. Luke, do you have, Luke do you have your phone with you? I do. Name the top five tracks on your pregame playlist. Oh boy. Okay. Let's go. I would say definitely some Luke Holmes, and I also like some of the sadder country songs. Oh I my gosh. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow will be yes, better. Yes. Can I call? Okay. I gotcha. would say ugh, Luke. Do you want the artist or do you want the like the song. song and artist? Come on. Right man. now, I'll probably go God's Country, Blake Shelton. Have you guys heard that one? I don't listen That's to a, country, period. Okay. So. That's a pretty popular one. Okay. Then there's some Zach Brown band on oh, here. Oh, I know a little uh, chicken fried, my chicken guy. Chicken fried, Oh, hey. uh, let's see what else we have in here. Uh, Thomas Rhett. He's got some good ones too. Let me see. Caught up in country by Rodney Atkins. Rodney Atkins, I really like. Uh, what about Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton? That's a good one. That's a good one, dude. Yeah, his like voice it. is unreal. Yeah, no. and compared to he what he looks like, really compared to what he looks like to what his voice is, yeah. it's come on. I know. It's awesome. Get out of town. <laughs> so country. Yeah. That is yes. that is uh, Shocker Central. Yes, that's that's uh, all, all aboard to Shocker Central. Me and uh, Davis Larson 
love country. Do you guys just jam out together? Yeah, because we uh, on road trips, especially we uh, shared a room a lot of times last year. Oh my gosh! So we would always be bumping country. It was good times. Do you guys look into each other's eyes and and have tears <laughs> running down your face? Yeah, Zach Brown band. Yes. Is that actually a real thing? Uh, Does that get you hyped for basketball? Like, well, kidding. that's okay. That's like the night before. That's not the day of. Okay, uh, so yeah. so music. Any do you do? Because I know LeBron. He used to do like the chalk cloud. Oh, he um, did it. He did it. Yeah, he he did it he uh, did a couple it, yeah. nights ago. I saw that. Do you do anything like that uh, once you're on the court to really be like, all right, this is it's game time, baby? Um, honestly, no. Uh, I wear like the same underwear and socks. I'd say that's kind of a big deal. Maybe kind of, yeah. And then I always do stretching routine and shooting routine with uh, Peter Kaltoff. If you go on a wind redshirt sorry. freshman. If you go if you go on a win streak, uh, do you not wash? Oh, I know, wash, I wash every I'm time, not, no matter I'm what. Not that gross. Okay, uh, what about any food? I know that some like we had an offensive lineman, and and he was like, "Give me the carbs. I need breadsticks and I need pasta." Mm-hmm. Do you have anything like that? So actually, another kind of routine that me and uh, Peter do is that we always have our pregame meal at finish line on game days. Okay, for home games, and I we I always get the French toast with just a bunch of sides, and he gets like two chocolate chip pancakes and then we like i give him two of my french shows he gives me one of his pancakes kind of cute that's very <laughs> cute so d- will you uh will you be doing that this year as well yes we actually did that for because we ate uh at finish line for toledo game we did that this gotcha year, so yeah. uh the regular season's coming up coming up quick yeah a couple weeks is now. it like 11 days something yeah. like that a week from friday a week from friday yes, so uh what what's the mood on the team like going into the regular season um, obviously just kind of making adjustments from the Toledo game. Um, just keep, keeping building that chemistry. Like I said earlier, I think we're really excited, especially cause our, our non-conference schedule is really tough. We got, uh, Southern Indiana who's in the final four last year, actually mm. for division two. And they just got a really good transfer. And then we play Oakland city. And then the next weekend we're at Parkside and play a couple of good teams there. So yeah, we have a really good non-conference schedule to build that resume. So that should be good. Yeah. So those games, so even though those teams are sort of there, they have the big credentials, right. final four, you said you're, you're just pumped to play them. Yeah. Super excited to get after it with a, uh, especially with the new team and uh, me personally not playing at all last year, super excited to get back on the court for a regular season. Yeah. If you could pick one player in the NBA right now, to compare your game to, you know, sort of like a, a stretch three, I'd say. You said that you're not afraid to step back and pop it, but yeah. you're six eight as well. Right. Is there a guy that uh, that you sort of model your game after? I would say I really like probably Anthony Davis, even though I'm not as tall as him. But like, just I'd the way say anybody would like Anthony Davis. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> not a the, bad guy. Just the way he, like he can step out and shoot it, and then he's just a really skilled big guy can take it off the dribble too. Just some someone I'd like to model my game after, I guess. Talking to Patrick Cartier here on Radio Free Hills, the 101.7 FM on Charger Rundown. All right, Pat, we're going to play a game. Are you ready for this? Ready. Okay. So let's say Jake, I have no idea what we're doing. Jake <laughs> Seavers and I are captured by hoodlums, and the only way to save us, the only way to save us is that one of your teammates has to sing, and it has to be the sing. best singer, and it has to be the best, oh, the oh highest quality God. of song. Who is going to sing the song for us to save Jake and I? Do you want the song as well? Or just... Who? No, we want the song. We, okay, we want yeah, the song. Yeah, want yeah. The song. who's singing what song? I would have to go with my boy, Peter. I would say Peter's probably the best singer just because, you know, he plays violin. He's just really into, like, music, I guess. But I would have to go with my boy, Jacob Nagobi, singing Tequila by Dan and Shay. 
Wow, he, he kills that. Huh? He kills it. It's, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> what about in a debate? In like a debate, if you had to pick one person on your team to save us, that a debate with someone, oh, who would it be? I would have to go with just someone that knows a bunch and just like has a really good memory. I'd say probably Tuna, Matt Fisher. But if something, if Radio he free hills those own Matt <laughs> Fisher. Shout out to the boy. Yeah, the boy. Um, other if I would say Jack Gulkey's really good at debating. Like stuff he knows about, but I would say if you picked a random topic, I would probably say tuna. So he's just, just got, he knows he's a, got the widest variety. Yeah, yeah I would say. Uh, Pat, what are you studying studying here at Hillsdale? Psychology with a general business minor. Okay, nice. So what Planned what on. what do you want to do when you're a real adult? Uh, I thought about counseling. I really have to narrow it down because psychology is really broad. But I thought about probably counseling would be my number one. Okay. Right Did you now. do like uh, psychology classes in high school and stuff like that? I took one. I've taken a couple here. Like like I'm on the psychology track. So yeah, I think it's really interesting stuff. So is the core? So you're probably knee deep in the core right now, right? Yeah, it sucks. What I do you, hate you, it you don't so like? Much. You don't like the core? <laughs> so yeah. No, what What's the worst class that you've had thus far? Doctor, Air out doc- some grievances. <laughs> Doctor, Doctor Carney, I love you so much, but I just hate your class. Great books. Great books too, probably. The, the one I'm in right now is my least favorite, probably. <laughs> so right now, yes. All right, we're gonna email <laughs> English, that. We're gonna English email class. that clip to your professor, and then I love Doctor Carney. Don't get me wrong; he's an awesome guy, but I just can't stand uh, English class. So yeah. yeah, it has nothing to do with like the professor. Or right, it's just, it's just the class. Your yeah. preference, you know. Yeah, uh, Pat's. How far do you think this team can go for the Chargers? I think I think the sky's the limit. Um, obviously, is the ceiling the roof? <laughs> yeah, the ceiling is the roof, <laughs> as the goat once said. But uh, oh, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll get on that later. <laughs> um, no, I think it just all comes down to like playing together and trusting the coaches. I think, um, at la- especially last year when we were at our worst, is when we kind of went individual and tried to do our own thing. But once we come together and play unselfish, I think that's. Uh, that's where we reach our highest potential. So I think conference championship and hopefully make a run in the postseason is where we can be at. Do you want to guarantee a conference championship right now? No. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering it. That's uh, that's our. Uh, that's the goal. That's but. our that's our headline grab segment right there. <laughs> just a quick one. Um. Well, I guess you did strike a chord with Jake in thinking that Michael Jordan is yeah, the goat. Do okay. you do you think that? In between LeBron and Michael, because I don't really think there's a third option there. Kobe, uh, there's Kareem, uh, Kareem, Kareem. There are some on. Kareem lovers. That's back when he, everyone that he played was six foot two. Yeah, or Walt. Or Wilt. Wilt. Wow. <laughs> Big basketball guy <laughs> over here. Wow. It's been a long day. Okay, so you're, you're a Jordan stan? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, so quick update of the Packers game. It's 17-14 at halftime. We're, we're down, right? Yeah, and okay. the, the Packers had a Hail Mary opportunity, and the oh, Aaron, Aaron, no Aaron Rodgers got sacked. Oh. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. He's not as mobile as he used to be. I'll say that. I just I saw him trying to run for a first down, and he just looked so slow. Well, last week against the Raiders, he had like five touchdowns in the pocket. Yeah. So I think that that's sort of uh, the game that they're trying to do. Especially, right. Do you like LaFleur? I like LaFleur a lot. I do, yeah. I think Six his, and one. Yeah, his game plans have been pretty good. Play calling pretty good, yeah. Can't complain. Except, I mean, play calling, except for the Eagles game, the only game that we lost. Yeah, Tough right. scene. All right. I mean, we've had we've been on the air uh, for Charger Rundown for like two years, and we've never had the who's the GOAT debate, and I think that that's pretty good for, for a sports show, but it might be time to bust it out. So let's go full tilt. Full tilt. MJ LeBron. And you got a minute to we, do We've it. got one minute. One minute. Okay. 
What you want me to say? Why he's the goat? I want you to to have an argument that doesn't involve championships. Well, I think if you're looking at the greatest, you can't not say championships. Yeah, I think that was. You stupid. can't just say because okay, what's, so what's then, the biggest so that, knock so on so LeBron? Bill Russell, so then Bill Russell's the greatest then. No, because oh. he had a lot more help, and like you said, it was a different era. Oh, so Scottie Pippen wasn't enough help. Steve Kerr was not enough help. I think. Let me know. Well, Michael Jordan carried that. I didn't say championships was everything. He just yeah. said that he needs as a factor. The only reason why and Le- the biggest sorry and the biggest knock on LeBron is that he couldn't he doesn't win championships when he gets there. So that's a huge part of the argument. Yeah, but LeBron actually gets there. There were so many. Oh, he years, gets there. There were so enough? there were is so many enough? years that Jordan and the Bulls didn't get there. And people just don't care. Like they made the or they missed the playoffs. They didn't make it to the NBA Finals, and and LeBron made it what eight straight years. And yeah, that's pretty crazy. I mean, Jordan, you can make the argument that Jordan would have won eight straight times had he not retired. But I guess you can't say that because it's a big if. But all right, yeah. well, we can continue that goat talk another time. I know <laughs> you guys are fired It'll up never right get now. resolved, but we've yeah. got one game. All right, we got a game. <laughs> Jake, got, you introduce it. We've got one game that we always play. All right. And it's it, the the premises are very simple. Uh, it's all in the title. This game is called "Fake Laugh Until You Real Laugh." Oh, okay. <laughs> do you understand? Oh, no, he's no. Do explain it. Explain so it. you do a fake laugh ha, until ha, ha, ha. you real laugh. So like a Kawhi kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Until I really start laughing. Yes. Yeah. All right. Oh ready? My God. <laughs> ready? All right. Count of three. Three. One. I'm not even real epic. Okay, yeah, for sure. All right, Patrick Cartier. Good luck with the season and go Chargers. Go Chargers. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Pat. And thank you for listening to Charge Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.